Hey, ladies and memes, thanks for listening to the I Hate Sports podcast. We're available on YouTube, Spotify, and more. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at I Hate Sports Pod. And we failed again. Yeah. Uh, my dad was right. I'm a failure. Yeah. That's why my father won't hug me anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I just wish uh, my father was uh, affectionate with me as Tom Brady is with uh, you know, his kids. But, you know, it is what it is. I'm going to say no to that. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, I'm going to be like, I'll be a supportive, nice father. But I'm not going to be like too affectionate. Like once my kids pass the age of two, no more kisses from father. Uh, that's fair, I guess. Some point, you know, he's got to learn. Yeah, one day we'll figure the shit out. <laughs> Some point he's got to Some... learn. His dad hates him. One day we'll get this organized. You know what I mean? Like we'll be more uh, consistent. But today, instead of talking about sports, we're going to talk about the dynamic of families. Yeah, and, our know. Lord and Savior. You yeah. Know. yeah. All right, so let's get to sports. Okay. What do you want to talk about first? We got a shit ton to talk about. How about like how about we get things before the NFL out? Okay. We want to talk about any NBA or college football? There's some yeah. college football I'd like to talk about. All right, go ahead. Because I failed as well and didn't do the college football podcast this past week. That's changing. I promise. <laughs> I really want to take this seriously. I really want it to be a good podcast. So I'm going to start working harder. My work schedule's been crazy. You know, my wife left me recently, and yeah, man. I've been Sorry. left to pick up the slack for my five children, and it's just yeah. it's just a rough time all around. So, let's talk about, first of all, Alabama-LSU today. There's the illusion that it's going to be a great game, game of the century, That's, yeah. and That's a lot of people insane. believe that LSU's going to win. I actually heard a Vegas expert yesterday talking about how the majority of the votes are coming in on LSU, and that's so stupid, bro. Alabama's going to beat them by double digits. I think so, too. I'm telling you, LSU has no defense. Nick Saban had a bye week to prepare for this. And you think that LSU is going to beat them? This game gets hyped up every year like it's going to be something, and it's never anything because Alabama spanks them. Yeah. Everybody that I work with has been like super high on LSU winning, which I'm just like, eh. It's not nah. going to happen. It's not It's not going to happen. You're, you're disrespecting Nick Saban and... Alabama, if you think that you got the number one team coming into Tuscaloosa under a Nick Saban-led team and you don't think they're going to win, you're crazy. Yeah, I agree. Alabama's going to win. Now, that being said, I hope LSU wins because I know Clemson would spank LSU if they play in the playoffs. Alabama True. worries me a lot more. So yeah. LSU and their no defense. LSU has no defense. Yeah, Not as... Uh... Not like the Bengals, though. The Bengals have no defense at all. Dude, I'm starting to wonder if you're right about your prediction. Dude, I hope so. I hope so. I knew it coming into the season that they were going to suck. They're awful. They Bengals, really are. Are, Bengals are kind of ghetto. You know what I mean? They're just like a ghetto team. Yeah. Oh, dude, I used to, we used to play in Cincinnati a lot, and we'd have to ride through the city to get there. It's actually mm-hmm. a terrible city. Yeah, it is. I'm not I've been lie. there. Yeah. The buildings are like really hella close together. It's like really compact and small, yeah. and like, I don't know, just... Pac-Man Jones, he played there. He's a thug, you know what I mean? Dude, the funniest thing, I remember uh, Brandy and I used to watch Pac-Man Jones videos because they were so fu- He would always make reaction videos after games. Mm-hmm. 
And after that Steelers playoff yeah. game where they ended up losing, he's, he always starts his videos off wah, wah, like making the Pac-Man yeah. noise. And he was pissed. And he was like, wah, wah, what's up, guys? This Pac-Man was the funniest <laughs> the f- shit, bro. He cried after that game. Yep. That was great. That game was crazy, bro. Yeah. Perfect, man. He lost it for him. So the Warriors are some unlucky dudes. Yeah, dude. Year. Fuck the Warriors. Fuck their fans. You know? Bandwagon. Where are they at? Where are, you, where are your fans at? Where are they at now? I'll tell you where they're at. They're in LA pulling for the Lakers now. They might be. I like the Warriors. I'm not going to lie. I feel bad for them. I am a LeBron fan, so I can't. I can't like the Warriors, man. They were like his kryptonite for a while. Not really his kryptonite, just his. They were everybody's kryptonite. Yeah, pretty much. The league's kryptonite. But. Fun fact, the Lakers are 7-1 for the first time since the 2010-2011 season. They're looking good. Yeah. They're looking good. LeBron's looking like his old self. Oh, yeah. And, of course, he has to tweet about it. Yeah. <laughs> Grown-ass man. He's like 50 now. Still Th- this is This is what, okay. On the subject of LeBron, I was talking uh, about this with uh, another guy who's a fellow LeBron fan. LeBron gets so much hate, and it's like, how can you hate this man so much when he's building houses for homeless people, getting, you know, building schools, basketball programs, and he just, he's one of the best players. Like, he, we're witnessing greatness when we watch LeBron play. I don't get how people can hate him so much. Well, you know? my issue with him is things off the court that isn't, which that's the stuff he does that you're talking about is great. And I'll give him credit for that. My issue is I think he has thin skin, he always mm-hmm. has to respond. Always has to tweet. He just doesn't have that Mamba mentality. Like right. Kobe and Michael Jordan were just different, you know? They just, yeah. I don't know. I just think LeBron has thin skin. Also, think he's kind of hypocritical. But uh, I, uh, I think the comparison between LeBron and Jordan is I don't even, I don't even do it because they're two different types of players. Completely, yeah, I agree. That's that's what I've said. They're two it, different types of players. I don't understand why people can't just appreciate both of their greatness. MJ is going out there, and he's gonna take the last shot if it comes down to it. LeBron don't want the last shot. You know what I mean? LeBron's gonna pass the ball around. MJ, MJ was more. He goes out there with the mentality of I'm gonna dominate this team. You know what I mean? LeBron plays the game like my team is gonna dominate this team. And he shares the ball around. You know, he's unselfish with it. Yeah. I think if if Space Jam 2 happens to be better than the first one, then I think LeBron will become the goat in everybody's eyes. <laughs> if somehow Space Jam 2 could outdo the first one, then you got to give oh, LeBron his credit, Devin, as the goat. Like, how could Fly you not? Fly like you know? an eagle. Fly like <laughs> With the spirit. Come on and fly. Yeah, dude. I love that movie. The Monstars. That was the Warriors for a while. That's another thing. Who's LeBron going to beat in Space Jam 2 that's anywhere close to the level of the Monstars? Yeah, Those are real. some creepy dudes. I couldn't even watch that scene when I was little where they bobbed Michael Jordan up and bounced him around <laughs> like a basketball. <laughs> that's a common thing. Bro, that shit scared the fuck out of yeah, me. Yeah, a lot of kids are scared oh of that. Oh my God, that terrified me. I had to turn my head at that part. <laughs> uh, Let's see. What was I going to say? <laughs> I got college game day up on my tablet. Some of these signs are hilarious. <laughs> you want to go? You want to jump into NFL or anything else you want to talk about? Um, 
I was gonna I was gonna say something. I think it was about the Clippers, but I can't remember what I was gonna say. So I people guess. were getting mad about Kawhi the other night mm-hmm. because he was saying his knee was hurt in the load management. There's nothing wrong with that. Like he proved that he was right with what happened with the Spurs, the way he came back um last year with the Raptors and won it all he proved he was right and he proved that he knows his body yeah so if he says that his knee's messing up and he needs to take a night off then then that's okay like yeah basketball has a shit ton of games it's not like the NFL you know you it's, it's a long and he's, season he's got the it's not like Le, he's got the help to where he can take a game off you know what I mean yeah like exactly. LeBron the past few years LeBron can't take a break he would get he would sit on the bench for like two minutes and be right back in the game because he was the, he carried the entire team. Yep. I see nothing wrong with load management. If you want to prevent that problem, then make the season shorter. Yeah. LeBron is, he does really well with shooters. That's why the heat were so successful. Whenever they played, um, uh, the thunder, I think, was it the thunder? One of that game that Mike Miller had uh, seven three pointers in one game. That's crazy. Yeah, and he had he had Mike Miller, he had Battier, he had uh, Ray Allen, all amazing three point shooters. Shout now now Ray he's Allen. got Danny Green, who's amazing. Let's talk about college basketball a little bit. Coach K is just the greatest coach ever. Like he led a Duke team that was clearly not as good as Kansas the other night led them past uh, led them to a victory just by playing mistake free. Yeah. Like Kansas had an insane amount of turnovers. I can't even remember the number. And I also love Trey Jones for Duke. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to be great. Um Louisville, I think Louisville is going it, to it, uh, as of now it's very early, but you know, every time college basketball starts, you always have in the back of your mind who you might take in the tournament. And I think I'm taking Louisville as of now cuz they look amazing. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. But once again, Clemson's probably not going to make the tournament. Being in the ACC in basketball is tough, bro. Yeah. But yeah, there's not much to talk about college basketball yet. The season's young. Mm-hmm. It's going to be same be with NBA. Even, yeah, I mean, seasons seasons just getting started. They're that's what my problem. Up. See, college basketball is far and away my second favorite sport behind football. Because there's nothing better and nothing that's more well done than the big dance. The whole tournament mm. is just incredible in college basketball. I've I've uh, lost a lot of money betting on college basketball. <laughs> so. I've won a lot of money, bro. Have you? Uh, I've lost more than I've won, but I have won some. Yeah, I, I actually do better with college basketball than, than football when it comes to betting. Although, shout out to the fucking Jets last week, bro. I had a four-team parlay. I was about to win 500 bucks, you know, mm-hmm. off of like $20, I think. And they go it. All I needed the Jets to do was to beat the Dolphins. Yeah. And they lose to the fucking Dolphins. <laughs> oh my God. They beat the Cowboys somehow. But they lose. You know, I'm, I hate the Jets now. Yeah. They're on my list now. Baker Mayfield just moved up a spot. Yeah. Sam Darnold, you we'll mono heaven motherfucker. Uh, Le'Veon Bell is playing in like purgatory there. You know what I mean? Yeah, bro. He he's can't. Not going he just to. can't break out. You know. He's not going to be a Jet for life. No. There's no way. I wish he would have got. I wish he would have, because uh, I know Pittsburgh tried to trade for him. Yeah, I saw that. I wish he could have come back, but 
Also, shout out to Jerry for not getting Jamal Adams. I don't know if you heard, but the Jets wanted uh, Zach Martin as part of the deal. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. You can't get rid of Zach Martin. Yeah, I don't know about that. Shout out to Jerry Jones. Uh, But yeah, the last thing I'll say about the Lakers is one thing I've seen from LeBron from watching him for years is he has always been on a team, even with the Heat, the Cavs the first time around, the Cavs the second time around. He's always been on teams that would absolutely get demolished the first the first half, and then the second half they would come out and play catch up. For the first time ever in his career, he's actually uh, doing both. They're actually getting up, and then they're actually staying there. You know what I mean? That's what Viagra will do for you too. Yeah. <laughs> Get up and you'll stay there. <laughs> They're actually playing strong through every quarter. So I think that's dangerous. You better watch. If they sign Romo, then the rest of the league's fucked. You seen Romo play basketball? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think but if they, they sign Iguodala, the, the rest of the league's fucked. The Lakers sign Romo. The rest of the league's on notice. Lakers are already the truth. I'm excited to see what, what goes down like when we get close to the all-star break and stuff. So you ready to get to football now? My stomach just growled yes. really loud. Yeah, I heard Jesus that. Christ. Yeah. I think it's hungry for some uh, for some picks. What do you say? I think it's hungry for the Cowboys to make it to the NFC Championship for once, but you know. <laughs> How long's it been? Dude, I was two years old. Two years old? I was two years old. I haven't seen, since in my whole Cowboys fan life, I haven't seen them even in the NFC Championship. I'm tired of it. I'm so tired of it. It's It's long overdue. It's very long overdue, actually. Like whenever we, whenever we lost to the Jets, and I really realized, you know, it's probably not going to happen this year. I just almost had a laughing mental breakdown. I was just laughing. You know that I was like that scene in Breaking Bad where Walter White he finds out that uh, Skyler gave all the money to yeah. Ted, and so he's laying on the ground like, and he's just laughing and rolling around. That was me after the Cowboys lost to the Jets. <laughs> I was just laughing and rolling around on That's the ground because they broke my heart again. I do the same thing every time. I'm pathetic. <laughs> I'm pathetic every. There's so many seasons where I go into the season thinking maybe this is the year, maybe we have a chance, but fuck me. I uh yeah I rage pretty hard whenever the Steelers do something weird. I I remember whenever I was watching the uh, have you ever seen Tourette's guy? <laughs> of course, <bro. laughs> that was like my young team. Whenever he's like team. fuck, like really loud. Uh, there was a there's there's a heavier set dude. I don't really remember his name, but he's just always at B Dubs and he watches the games with me. Whenever we miss that field goal against the Ravens, he he said fuck just like Tourette's guy, and I couldn't help but laugh at him, <laughs> even though I was mad. <laughs> That's funny, bro. But, I mean, we could go ahead and uh, since that that Thursday night game, the Raiders and Chargers, what do you think about that? I think Chargers are even worse than the Cowboys when it comes to inconsistency. Yeah. Phillip Rivers, like, I saw a list the other day that had... He the, played like shit. Yeah, they had the best quarterbacks. You've got to be kidding me. We're not going to start this shit again. The rest of this podcast will be in audio form. <laughs> Good. <laughs> My camera just randomly decided to cut off for whatever reason. Um... So yeah, I guess I need to format the SD card again. Dude, we need to name the camera Philip Rivers because of its inconsistency. <laughs> oh my lord. Then maybe it'll get number one on the list of the best quarterbacks to never win a Super Bowl. Yeah. It's actually what I was getting to. Philip Rivers was number one on this list of the best quarterbacks to never win a Super Bowl done by ESPN. And like 
I don't understand that. He throws pick sixes unlike anybody I've ever seen. Yeah. I actually said but the, when I was reading that list to my girlfriend before the game um, the other night, and I was like, he throws more pick sixes than anybody I've ever seen. And sure enough, he throws another one in that game. Yep. Did he end up? He threw three picks and should have had four, I believe. But the Ra- let's let's also give credit to the Raiders, man. John Gruden this year, like they're five and four in a tough division. Yeah. Whenever they weren't expected to do anything after losing Antonio Brown, you know why? They've got the big dick energy of my dude Hunter Renfro. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. The Chargers are very, very hard to read. <laughs> There's a sign in the background that just says beans on a stick. <laughs> oh, my God. Whoever that is on college game day who just is holding a sign in the background that says beans on a stick. Dude, that, that guy, dude that guy wins. Holy Give shit. Give that guy a championship <laughs> ring. <laughs> oh, my God. Sorry. I'm sorry. I just totally interrupted you. I wasn't talking about anything important. You want to get to our picks? Yeah, let's do it. Detroit at Chicago. Uh, Detroit. The You're Bears. out on Chicago finally? Yeah. You're out on them? Yeah. I'm sorry. actually going to take them this game. Just because I think they're due for a win. I don't. I never trust the Lions. And uh, I, think the, I think the Bears defense, after that eight-minute drive that the Eagles was able, were able to pull on them last Sunday to end the game, I think that the Bears defense is going to come out feisty and probably get some turnovers and do enough to win. I'm going to say it's going to be close, probably by a field goal, but I think uh, the Lions are going to pull it out. I really like – I've always liked Matthew Stafford. Oh, same here, bro. He's he's had some um, rough streaks with injuries, but, you know. Got a big arm, one of the biggest yeah. arms in the NFL. Yeah, for sure. All right, Baltimore at Cincinnati. <laughs> will this be – Couldn't we have just skipped that? <laughs> like – Will this be their one win on your schedule? I want it to be. I, I remember I said uh, the beginning of the year they're going to win one game, and I hope it's against the Ravens. So the Ravens are going to win, but hopefully Cincinnati can do something. Yeah, I'll say the Ravens, but I think it's going to be a lot closer than people expect for a couple of reasons. I think that the Ravens coming off that big emotional win last Sunday versus the Patriots, which that was incredible on the Ravens' part. Mm-hmm. Incredible coaching job by John Harbaugh. But I think coming off that, they'll be a little bit more down this week, you know. Um, and then I also think that AJ Green coming back this week is going to make a difference for yeah. for the Bengals. But it won't be enough to be able to beat Baltimore. But it'll really be closer like than people think. AJ's cool. He can ball. Um. Yeah, I I I just look at the Ravens. Not even from a Steelers fan that hates the Ravens standpoint. Just looking at them, I don't see them as a championship team this year as good as they are i just i don't see it i see them in the afc championship yeah i really do but if you if if like this is where people lack respect for greatness people are just now now they're in a lot of people's eyes they're the favorites to win the afc do you really think if they have to go into foxborough in the afc championship that bill belichick is going to let that happen again what happened last sunday No. no hell no especially after beating him already yeah, that's he ain't going to beat him twice. He's not going to let that happen again, what happened last Sunday. Especially in the postseason. Which, if if my team had to play the Jets and the Dolphins twice a year, you know, it'd be pretty... Because it'd be pretty easy to uh, have a winning record. Because those teams are always hella trash these past few years. We're going to try video again now. Is it going to work? Yeah. 
Yeah. If they, uh, All right, there was just, there's just going to be a big blank. There's going to be a big blank spot where there was no video, but now we're back. Now we're back yeah. and better than if ever. If it fails again, then it's no big deal. I'll just format that. Like I, I didn't actually get a new SD card last time like I should have. I just formatted this one because mm-hmm. I thought that would work. Yeah. And it did for a while, but it's just an outdated SD card. I just need to get a new one. And then it sometimes it'd randomly take like a thousand pictures in like a second. That's, no, that's the, like, it's like a burst setting. And sometimes it just activates it itself. Like, I don't understand. It's haunted. Also, it's been trying to get me to update it for like months and I always just hit later. <laughs> so that probably has something to do with it too. Damn, man. All righty. If it turns off again, we're just going to give up and do audio the rest of the way. So now we have Buffalo at... Fuck Baker Mayfield. Taking them bills, boy. Yeah. Taking the bills for sure. Yeah, I'll take the bills over fuck Baker Mayfield. Yeah. That team is trash, bro. They're falling apart. Like you chirped and chirped and chirped in the offseason about how great you are. (laughs) And look at you. Look at you. Anybody that had half a brain, like us, for example, knew that you were going to fold. The only reason ESPN was so high on them is because it looks good on paper. Let's also talk about how I knew multiple people who were worried about their team drafting Lamar Jackson because of character issues, but they were totally fine with wanting their team to draft Baker Mayfield. Yeah. Like, where's the logic in that, bro? Are you kidding me? And Jackson is a stand-up guy. Yeah, he's been nothing but class, and Baker Mayfield's been the total opposite. Yeah. You need to take a long, hard look at yourself if you thought that way. Like, seriously. really classy guy is Eli Manning. Yeah. Yeah. He's been really cool with sitting out, you know what I mean? Yeah, he's been really classy. He's still trash, classy. but he's classy. Class. Yeah. Shouts out to the Manning brothers. But anyway, there's not much to talk about in that game. Fuck Baker Mayfield. Yeah, trash. They're trash gonna... human being, trash team. Pittsburgh's way better. And that's saying something because they have a second string quarterback and they're still better. Silence. That was a moment of silence for Baker Mayfield. <laughs> I was right, K- Kansas I was City at Tennessee. <laughs> Ooh, uh, Mahomes coming back? Yeah, Mahomes coming back this Sunday. Like, Yeah, he's going to have a field day. I mean, I, honestly, I, w- I would have taken Tennessee if Mahomes wasn't coming back because yeah. this is the kind of game that Tennessee would get up for at home, but Mahomes coming back. You know what I motivated. think, though? Remember what happened to – remember what they did to Joe Flacco and the Broncos? I think that's going to be Tannehill. <laughs> I think they're going to fucking destroy him. He's going to get sacked like seven times. Moment of silence for Tannehill. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's go back to the Cleveland game real quick. Something we didn't even touch on is Kareem Hunt's coming back this Sunday. His is he really? His suspension's over. It's been no way. Yeah. Yeah. So that'll be kind of interesting oh, to see what they do with him because Nick Chubb has been like the only bright spot of their team. Yeah. So. Dude, that. <laughs> That video you sent me, what was the caption? It was like him dancing. It was like whenever Nick Chubb fumbles so you don't have to throw a pick six or something. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I laughed so oh, hard at that. Lord. <laughs> is Baker Mayfield doing his shitty white boy dancing? I hate that <laughs> shit, bro. Uh, dude, I like to imagine when I'm like wasted at the club dancing, I kind of look like Baker Mayfield a little bit. I need to get his jersey and wear it there. <laughs> Start dancing out there. People would mistake me for him. Well, I'm just letting you know, whenever I'm getting Liddy at the bar, you just better not turn on 500 miles by the Proclaimers. Because uh, I'll get real. I'll, I'll get... <laughs> I'll hit that whoa on you bitches. Yeah, Kareem Hunt. What a blessing, man. What a blessing for the Browns. 
Yeah, I just don't know how much. Like Nick Chubb's been good though, so yeah. I don't know. It's kind of it's just kind of a weird dynamic now with him coming back. Like how he's going to get used in the offense. Kareem Hunt could be more like a type of Legarrette Blunt type of running back for them. That's how I would use him. You know what I mean? Third yeah. third down back. Yeah, I would just use him to like kick the other team. Yeah, yeah. It's like he did in that video and just yeah. Mm. Things aren't going right. Somebody's on the ground. So have them come in there. Give them a little kick to the tummy. Yep. Give them a little kick to the tum-tum. Put them out of the game. And what do you got to lose at this point? Your team's shit. Your quarterback is shit. I think they should let Odell play quarterback. Yeah. Just whatever gets Baker Mayfield out of there. I wanted to pull for the Browns, too, because they've been so bad for so long. But they just had to draft I that didn't. guy. Like, I wanted Deshaun to go there. Think of the difference. Think of what Deshaun would do with all that talent. That's, that's crazy, dude. What, For sure. Imagine Deshaun Watson having Odell Beckham. Like, look at what Deshaun does with DeAndre. If he had Odell, Jarvis Landry, uh, a great running back behind him, which that's what he hasn't had yet is a great running back behind him. Carlos Hyde and Duke Johnson, that's a pretty good running back duo. Yeah. I don't know. I just think character is so important from the quarterback position. It's so important that that's been proven time and time again. A lot of times, character outweighs talent for quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. And vice versa, character ruins talent for quarterbacks. And I just don't understand how how more teams don't see that. Random question. Does Big Ben still have you blocked on Twitter? Yeah, for no reason. I never tweeted once at Big Ben, and he just had me blocked. <laughs> like somebody tagged at Big Ben 718. I was like, I didn't know he had a Twitter. So I clicked on it, said, you are blocked. You want to talk about a dude with thin skin. Dude, he like, blocked your ass without even knowing Yeah. Him, without <laughs> yeah. even speaking to you. He just looked at you and was like, oh, this yeah. dude's an asshole. He's like, this dude talks <laughs> a lot. Of, he, he's like, this guy's been talking a lot of shit about Baker Mayfield. Yeah. I, don't, I don't want to be. <laughs> what was that, like two years ago? <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a while ago. This but, guy's probably going to talk shit about Baker Mayfield when he gets in the NFL. Fuck Big Ben, too. I'm sorry. I know that's your quarterback, but I've just never liked Big Ben. Oops, like, I, I, I have no respect for quarterbacks like him. Or Jay Cutler, or like Aaron Rodgers to an extent, that won't take any blame whenever something goes wrong. Even if you can clearly see that it's their fault, they won't take any blame. I hope Mason Rudolph does really well the, the rest of the year and earns that starting spot. Yeah. I love Big Ben. Always will. And my dad, you know, my dad's a lifelong Steelers fan, and he doesn't even like Big Ben. Like, Really? Yeah, he's a lifelong Steelers fan. My dad does, my dad likes Big Ben too, but he's, he frustrates him a lot. He makes so many stupid decisions, bro. Yeah. They're so I'll never forget, and I'm sure you remember this, the year the Steelers lost to the Ravens in the first round of the playoffs. This was only like maybe five years ago, I believe. Mm-hmm. I know what you're talking about. And uh, who was it? Their backup. Grodkowski? Yeah, Bruce Grodkowski. He w- he came in, and they they needed a score. To, they were down by two possessions. They needed a score. Bruce Grodkowski came in and because dro- Big Ben got hurt. And Bruce Krakowski came in and drove him right down the field inside the 10-yard line. Mm-hmm. And instead of letting him finish off that drive, Big Ben like pushed himself back into the game and immediately threw a pick and ended yeah, the game. I remember. Like, the Steelers would have scored there. Bruce Krakowski just drove them straight down the field. And it, I was ever since then, that was the most like puzzling moment for me. Why did you See, as a coaching standpoint, I know me personally, if I was the coach and my starter quarterback that has two Super Bowl rings, three appearances, two rings, said that he was ready to go back in in a clutch situation, I would let him go back in. I would have put him back in after that drive. I just think that ruined the chemistry of the drive. Yeah. that's my That was my problem. It's not that he came back in for the rest of the game, but for mm-hmm. that, in that drive, like, you, things are rolling. Just let, the, just let them score points there. You need them. Yeah. But the difference is 
Big Ben does love the game, though. I agree with so that. So does Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I agree with that. I don't know about Jay Cutler. Because Jay Cutler's done some really weird Jay shit Jay Cutler over the years. doesn't give a fuck about anything, No, bro. <laughs> whenever he was in the NFC Championship, they could have beat Green Bay oh, to go to yeah. Super Bowl 45. Yep. But he didn't come back in. Yep. Big Ben and Aaron Rodgers for sure would have come back in. See, that's why I at least have more respect for Jay Cutler than them, though. Because Jay Cutler is just like, I'm an asshole. Yeah, fuck he's you. Just like, <laughs> he doesn't care. Uh, I love that. I know I've said it before, but he's like fucking with his hair. And somebody somebody come up to him and was like, what? Uh, can you? Yeah. He said something like uh, having hair problems or something. He's like, yeah, I use Josh's uh, hair gel, some kind of off-brand. He's talking about Josh McCown. <laughs> yes, I've seen that. That's so funny, bro. All right. <laughs> I don't even know why we have to talk about this game, but Atlanta at New Orleans. New Orleans. Yeah. New Orleans. I'm like, New I, Orleans. Atlanta's become so pathetic in my mind that I don't even want to talk about them anymore. Yeah. Like I've said, if they play a good team, I'm not picking them. And New Orleans is a very good team. So I, New Orleans probably by 70. I feel like things would have been very different for them around this time if they would have beat New England in the Super Bowl. I agree. That just ruined like, it. Just, it just broke them. Like, yep. And then... what? I also wonder what would have happened whenever the Eagles, bitch ass Eagles, won the Super Bowl a couple of years ago. Remember, they had the Eagles on the ropes. Yep. If they would have just finished off that game and beat the Eagles, what would have happened the rest of those playoffs, too, you know? Yeah. I like the Falcons, but they just got to get it together. I mean, I know they had some rough, rough patches there the past few years, but you got to you gotta make your way out of that because if you don't, you'll be in the void of – just digging yourself into a hole and not being able to climb yourself out of it. I think that I think the Matt Ryan era is done. Like, yeah, I think. I don't, I'm not saying I don't think he'll be there next year or anything. I'm just talking about. I don't see things. I just think there's an air there now after that Super Bowl, you know. And I, and I just I just don't think that it's going to change until Matt Ryan's gone. Cam Newton to Atlanta? Question <laughs> mark. That'd be crazy, bro. Because Atlanta fans have hated Cam Newton his whole career. Yeah. All right. So now the battle of two teams that are an embarrassment to their state, the Giants at the Jets. Oof. The battle for New York. I mean, I'm going to take the Giants because the Jets only beat the Cowboys. So, Taking the Jets. Taking the Jets? We got a different one there. Taking the Jets. I think this will probably be the game to where Le'Veon Bell will do enough for ESPN to be like, oh, look at Le'Veon Bell now. I think this will be, uh, be the best game of his uh, season. Sam Darnold, if you just like maybe give Saquon a little kiss on the lips, you know that'd be sick after the game. <laughs> I like that good play. If you just gave him a little a little kiss after the game, you know, <laughs> I wouldn't complain. You know, Saquon seems like a nice guy, but I'm tired of people trying to. I love him Saquon, dude. He is so. Oh, he's a great guy. Fucking yeah. good, dude. He's no Zeke on the field, but he's great. So he anyway, might be one day. You know, Sam, if you want to just give him a little kiss after the game, just see what happens. Just see what happens. Just make sure that mono's gone. You see Le'Veon like looking at him like crying. <laughs> no, I really do. I, I I like Saquon a lot. I have a lot of respect for him. I think he's a good dude. So do you like do you like Jones in this game more than Darnold? Yeah, yeah. Darnold's been shitty since the Cowboys game. I don't know what happened in that Cowboys game that made him. I guess because it was his first game coming back. I don't know. It was also a major, like, that was just a fluke game. I usually don't call a Cowboys loss a fluke, but that mm-hmm. was, that really was just a fluke. Yeah. That's what I said. Like, whenever I was, like, so adamant that the Cowboys were going to smoke them, 
The, I said the only way they would win if it was completely fluky, and that's exactly what it was. Yeah, but remember, I called that the week before the game. Yeah, you did. I like. I thought I. I just had that feeling that it was going to be a fluke game because I just know the Cowboys, and everybody was just acting like it was a foregone conclusion they were going to come back and win that game after losing to the Packers. And yeah. I was like, it just seems seems fishy to me. All right, so now we have Arizona at Tampa Bay. I actually think this one's interesting. Uh, yeah, I like this game a lot. And I'm going to say the Bucks are going to win this. Yeah, I'm going to say the Bucks too. Um, Bruce Arians facing his former team. Yeah, shout Bucks out to Mike win. Evans for being great on my fantasy team as well. I like Mike Evans a lot. I like his style of uh, how he plays the game. I like tall receivers that are fast. But was it last Thursday or Thursday before last? you got to give Arizona credit. They played really well. Yeah. Really well against the 49ers. So I wouldn't be shocked if the Cardinals won this. It was a tough one to pick, but I'm going to go with Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay all the way. All right, and another non-interesting game, or in a, in a non-interesting game, Miami at Indianapolis. I'm taking Indy, even if Jacoby Brissett's not playing, which in, Indianapolis is so lucky that his injury is not serious because they need Brissett. Mm-hmm. But no mm-hmm. matter what, it's you know, I, just because Miami beat the Jets last week, I'm not going to start thinking that they're going to do well. So I'm going to take the Colts. I'm going to take the Colts, too, just because of the fact that it would be kind of stupid for Miami to really try to start doing something because it's pretty. It's getting late in the year, and you want to get a good draft pick. Yeah, this this is clearly they're going to go for a quarterback in the draft. This, this is a real interesting draft class as far yeah. as which quarterback's going to go number one. You've got Tua, who I still would take from a talent standpoint, but he gets injured so much, I don't know if I would take him. Um, you got Joe Burrow, who's looked real good. And then my favorite, Justin Herbert for Oregon. I like him a lot. So you just got talent. You got, you're going to have multiple guys to choose from at quarterback. It's going to be interesting to see who goes number one. Man, Tua, to me, would be the clear number one if he just yeah. wins. He, he keeps getting hurt, and it's just not yep. a good sign. All right. I love this one, too. Carolina at Green Bay. This was a tough pick. I like Green Bay to bounce back from getting embarrassed last week at home and grab this win, but it's going to be a good game. Yeah. Christian mother freaking McCaffrey, dude. He's so good. Dude, he is a badass, bro. So good, dude. He is like he's like the coolest white guy I've ever yeah. seen. Yeah, he's so down, dude. Like a white man should not be able to pull off some of the moves that Christian McCaffrey could pull off. He's a badass. Like yeah. That's what you can say. Uh I like I don't really have a lot of confidence in their quarterback, but all they need is McCaffrey. I mean, he's proven that he can carry that team. But the Packers are still going to beat him. Yeah, it's going to be a good game. It's going to be one of the best ones. All right, now your boys. We got the Rams at the Steelers. I think that's going to be a really good game. I agree. Who you got? The Steelers. Don't be I think, I think the floodgates are open for us right now. Yeah, don't be mad at me, but I like the Rams coming off a of bye week. Bro. You know I have all the confidence in the world in the Rams. I still think that the Rams could go back to the NFC Championship. I think they could go back to the Super Bowl this year. They're just packed with talent, and coming off a of bye week, I like them to get it together and uh, beat the Steelers. But <laughs> it could go either way. How about Minka Fitzpatrick, though? Dude, what a pickup. And it makes me mad because I look at what he's done, and the Cowboys haven't been able to get it. We... We've been waiting for years for the Cowboys to get a good safety in there. Mm-hmm. And I look at that, and I'm like, look at what he's done for the Steelers, yeah. man. Like, So good, dude. Such a best, huge difference. Best 
player in the secondary we've had since Troy Palomalu. That's where I think people are stupid. There are people that are so against giving up a first-round draft pick for a player. But look at Minka Fitzpatrick. Look yeah. at Amari Cooper. Yeah. Both of those are better talents than you would have gotten in the first round of the yep. draft, and they're both Absolutely. still so young. Now, I agree that once you get past a certain age, it's not worth giving up a first-round draft pick for. But if you got two young dudes like Minka or Amari, then just give up the first-round pick because they're better talents than you'd be able to draft in the first round anyway. See, with me, I'm one of the biggest Steelers fans there is. And this season right here is a great example of why I love this team and this organization so much because we don't give up no matter what. That's what I love. Yeah, we're not a Super Bowl contender right now, but we're still going to work hard and we're still not going to give up to get there. Even with second string, third string, it doesn't fucking matter. You know, we're still going to play really hard defense as we've seen. Bud Dupree and TJ Watt on both ends are a fucking force, dude. And uh, we finally got the secondary thing worked out pretty pretty good. I mean, we still struggle against the run, but we're not going to give up no matter what, and we're going to fight to the very, very end, and that's why I really love this team. How I about the, the job that Mike Tomlin has done this year? Mike Tomlin Keeping is the team together. Amazing. Yeah, like that, any Steelers fans that wanted to get rid of him before this year, you're stupid. Yeah. The fact that he's kept this team together after Luke starting off 0-3 – Um. And let's keep in mind that the Steelers should be five and three, not four and four. That but that yeah. bullshit call against on Lamar Jackson and the Ravens game. But the fact that Mike Tomlin has been 49ers able to too. yeah, the fact that Mike Tomlin's been able to keep this team together enough to be four and four and be competitive against teams like the 49ers or the Ravens that they shouldn't have been competitive against, it's an incredible coaching job. And there's not many coaches that can do that. I'll bring the Cowboys up again. If once the Cowboys have any kind of controversy in their starting lineup. They fall apart because Jason Garrett's not good enough or smart enough to be able to get the team together to keep winning if something like that happens. So if you have coaches that are good enough like Mike Tomlin or John Gruden, whether you guys want to give him credit or not, because I know people love to hate on him, him and Mike Tomlin have done fantastic jobs this year of keeping the team together. That's an excellent way of putting that. But I'm going to tell you right now, this has been on my chest for a long time. I see constantly people saying, fire Tomlin, get rid of Tomlin. That is absurd. Absolutely absurd. Antonio Brown's gone. Le'Veon Bell's gone. Big Ben goes down. You go into fucking LA, beat the Chargers, who went on to beat the Packers after we beat them with that third string quarterback. Bro. And people, people like to say, you know, oh, well, he inherited, you know, Bill Cowher's team. That's why he was so successful. Absolutely not. Mike Tomlin is the second best coach under Bill Belichick in the league. Really? In my opinion. I'd have him top five. I wouldn't have him that, but. but. I think in the whole league, Let's see, let me Mike think. Tomlin's number two. I like, obviously, Bill Belichick. I think Andy Reid's a great coach. Um, John Harbaugh, I think, is a great coach. Like that division has two great coaches, but to to me the big the biggest number that stands out to me as to why it would be stupid to get rid of Tomlin is he's missed the playoffs one time. Like in his long career, he's missed the playoffs one time, and it's not like he's in a cake division like the Patriots have been for the most part, except for those years with um, Sanchez. Mm-hmm. He's been in a division with the Ravens, who are always competitive, and the Bengals were competitive for for several years. And the fact that he's only missed the playoffs once, and you want to get rid of him. Like, how ungrateful and stupid do you have to be? It's tough to win in the NFL, especially if you're on the same side as the Patriots. So if, you're, if your complaint is that he hasn't gotten to the Super Bowl consistently because they have to go against the Patriots, then you're an idiot. Yep. 
I agree that loss to the Jaguars was inexcusable a few years ago, but that happens. It's, it's the NFL. Like yep. It's unpredictable. Also, one more coach that you got to shout out this year, overcoming controversy and looking way better than they should is Frank Reich. Yeah. Like losing, you know, losing Andrew Luck before the year, a lot of teams wouldn't have been able to overcome that. So Frank Reich's a great coach. And I'm starting to think that Frank Reich was the, the reason that the Eagles won the Super Bowl. Um, a few years ago, because look at where the Eagles have gone since then, mm. since he left. And plus, let's not forget about the genius offensive play calling through their whole run to the Super Bowl. Yeah. But, yeah. The last thing I'll say on that is if I love all Steeler fans, but if you say something about Mike Tomlin and saying how he's the problem and he needs to be fired, don't talk to me. Yeah, and this is a problem in both, but this is a problem in college and NFL with, with, with fans is they're so quick to want to fire a coach. That 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 shows me your knowledge of football. Yeah, I mean, straight up, it took. And for a college example, it took Dabo Sweeney years to start winning at Clemson. Look at him now. It takes time sometimes. Yep. Now, I do think that there are special circumstances where you can see the writing on the wall, like Willie Taggart. Right, right. Like Florida State was very undisciplined. They kept getting stupid penalties. They they clearly they were clearly very undisciplined. So that's a different kind of circumstance. Or Freddie Kitchens. Who ha- who is littered with talent and is coaching a very undisciplined team? If mm-hmm. they got rid of Freddie Kitchens, I would understand. But if you got a coach who's trying to build something, be patient. Yep. So look like, ahead. Don't look at the now. Because it's been proven a million times that shuffling through coaches does not work. Nope. Look it at doesn't the work. Yeah. All right. Sunday night game: the Vikings at the Cowboys. I'll start this one off. I'm taking the Cowboys. Not because of the Cowboys, but because it's Kirk Cousins in primetime without Adam Thielen. If you That's think I'm a good, if you good, think I, solid have you point. seen his have you seen his record in primetime? It's awful. Yeah, it's terrible. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's why I'm taking the Cowboys. Not because not even because of the Cowboys, but because Kirk Cousins is terrible in primetime and he doesn't have his best receiver. So give me Dallas in that game. I wouldn't be shocked if Kirk Cousins threw four picks. I agree with that 100. percent Every word you just said. I love Thielen. I love Stephon Diggs. I don't like Kirk Cousins at all. Like you said, his record speaks for itself, and it's just going to get worse. They're going to lose. So, yeah, he sucks in prime time. Mm-hmm. You like that? You like that? Do you like? Do you like losing in prime time? Do you like that? So this week is so great because the Sunday night game and the Monday night game, the two prime time games, we get we have great games. Mm-hmm. So the last game is San Francisco or Seattle at San Francisco. That's a great matchup, dude. I don't want to sound like I keep disrespecting San Francisco, but I think Seattle is going to win. I'm, I'm, I believe that I've Russell been high Wilson. I'm San Fran for forever. Pittsburgh should have beat San Fran. They, they, <laughs> San Fran had six turnovers and we couldn't beat them. And it's like, are you kidding me? But um, Josh Gordon to Seattle. What do you think about that? I think that's great. And we, we, first of all, we didn't even mention which they don't play. That's probably why. But we'll jump back into this game in just a second. Muhammad, one bright spot for the Patriots last week was the fact that Muhammad Sanu came in and already looked way better than Josh Gordon and way more comfortable with Tom Brady. Yeah. So that was Bill Belichick just showing his genius once again. Yeah, he knows. He knows ahead of time when he looks at these guys, even when they're playing on other teams, what kind of fit they would be. Josh Gordon was okay in New England, yeah, but he wasn't as good great. as he should have been. And it's it's crazy that Bill Belichick was able to see that Muhammad Sanu would be a better fit, even though you know, in most people's eyes, Josh Gordon was a better talent. 
I want to address something real quick because I, I, I rarely, 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 rarely get in arguments on social media. I think it's stupid. I think it's pointless. But I had a dude arguing with me on who was a better, a better player. Juju on Pittsburgh. This was last year too. So you got to think about their stats. Juju with Pittsburgh or Josh Gordon with the Patriots. And I was arguing that Juju, I would rather have Are you him. serious? Yeah. Somebody was really arguing mm-hmm. that. Juju, like all day, every yeah, day. Yeah, Juju right? all day. Oh my God. Josh Gordon is good, but he doesn't have the, he doesn't have the all around package of what Juju is going to bring, in my opinion. I can't be the only one that every time I see a Patriots fan that's around our age, I'm just like, fuck you. Yeah, fuck like, off. I'm not saying that you're not a real fan. Maybe you're from there, but fuck you because you've never had to experience yep. having a shitty team. True. Yeah. And I'm, like I said, I'm not calling them fake fans. Maybe they're from there for all I know, but now, I did fuck s- you for never having to experience I that. did see a dude around our age the other day had a Bledsoe jersey on, and I was like, okay, that guy's cool, probably. You know, He probably Googled who Bledsoe was. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Bledsoe was with the Cowboys for the biggest moment of my life as a Cowboys fan. What was that? Against the Giants in primetime. Bledsoe threw a pick. The crowd started chanting, Romo, Romo. Tony Romo came in, threw a pick on the very first play that he was in there. But the rest is history. He became the starter after that, played competitive that game. We were getting killed, and the score ended up being 36-22. I was 12 years old. I remember all this clearly. Wasn't he the backup for Drew Brees when they won the Super Bowl? I don't remember. I think he was. I'm I'm not going to lie. I don't remember that. Pretty sure he was. All right, so anyway, back to Seattle at San Francisco. I think Russell Wilson knows he has to win this game. Yeah. Uh, to still have a shot at the division. And also, the NFC is just so competitive right now. Yeah. And you got Russell Wilson, who's having an MVP caliber year. I've actually heard that he's leading the mm-hmm. MVP race. So so give me the Seahawks, even though it's at San Fran. I'm going to go with San Fran at home. I think Richard Sherman's going to shine against his former team. Crabtree! <laughs> Don't you ever talk about me. Isn't that that's where that's where football's just crazy, bro? Because now he's yeah. playing for that team. Yep. You know, like it's crazy. That's why I love. I it, love dude. football. Football's the best. With it's just it's just the best. Mm-hmm. Like, don't get me wrong. I love basketball too, but there's so many games that like it yeah. doesn't leave. There's not enough intensity and drama until the end. You know, like mm-hmm. I don't know. I just love football, especially the NBA. Man, the NBA is cool because it has a bunch of off the court drama. Yeah, which I love. Mm-hmm. But like even the playoffs, the stakes, unless you get into a, a, a game seven or something, the stakes just never feel as high. Yeah. You know? Like whenever you watch the whenever you watch the playoffs or whenever you watch college football pretty much any game, any big game during the, the regular season, or whenever you watch the NCAA tournament, like the stakes just feel so high, you yeah. know, and just, just feel so intense. But I, I'm not a fan of series, playoff series. That's why I'm I don't like baseball. I have a harder time getting into hockey, and I just don't like playoff series. I like single-game elimination. Yeah, baseball series are just like kind of – it kind of gets boring to me. Hockey is a different story because it's fast-paced. It's in-your-face, <clears throat> high drama, high action. So I can get into hockey. Baseball is just very – I can watch it, but it's very, very – takes a lot more effort for me to really get into it, like to really be excited about it. Like I, I I love sports so much. I watch hockey mm-hmm. and I watch NBA. I, I'm actually in the NBA, but 
baseball is the only one. I'll only watch it if it's a game seven yeah. in the playoffs or the World Series. And it's like, it's just it's not just football. I love sports so much. I think it's the greatest thing ever invented, mm-hmm. next to the sex. It's right. It's right there with it. <laughs> next um, to the suck, the sucks. Um, but just like, do you have like a highlight reel in your head of just the best sports moments that you can remember? Like, course, I, I, I do. Like, I think about it all the time. Just shit I'll never forget. Of course. Like um, Super Bowl Forty Three, the San Antonio Holmes, of course, that catch um, when LeBron chased down Iguodala and blocked him out of nowhere, and the Cavs ended up winning. Like just shit like that, dude. I'll never forget stuff like that. Yeah. Of course. Sadly, I don't have many in Clemson basketball. Whenever they went to the Sweet 16 a couple years ago, them beating Auburn by over 30 points was mm-hmm. incredible. Whenever Chris Bosh got that rebound against the Spurs, kicked it out to Ray Allen, he hit it last second, sent it to oh, overtime. Incredible. Dude, mm-hmm. I'll never forget that stuff. Um, and then, of course, the biggest chills moment for me was Deshaun Watson to Hunter Renfro with one second left. Yeah, yep. I think, like, right now, I just got chills talking yeah. about it. Like, it, it's, it's just... People don't understand how incredible sports are, you know, like just a great, powerful moment. Like I, I never, this is the one thing that used to make me so just, it made me so livid and infuriated me when someone would watch sports with me that wasn't really passionate about the game I was watching. I would get upset or, you know, whether it be upset or super hype about it, they'd be like, dude, it's just a game, blah, blah, blah. Why are you so... Fuck that. Fuck you for saying that, dude. It's, it's, it's just a game. It's just a game, bro. It's, it's they just get a game. Blah, 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 blah. I've never been late before in my life. <laughs> it's not just a game. It's a passion. It's a, it's a way of life. So whenever you say that you're insulting my way of life, you're insulting what I'm passionate about. And in the same way, like I, I know I've seen sports people... Like, I have a lot of, uh, I kind of have two two friend groups, you know, I have my sports friends, and then I have my friends that I met mainly through music that are really into mm-hmm. the stuff like Dungeons and Dragons and yeah. all the, the nerdy video games and stuff, the stuff I'm not into, and I see sports fans insulting them too. Yeah, I'm like, just yeah, let exactly. People, just let people like what they like. Like, like what you like, mm-hmm. man. That's that's like with me. I'm, just, I, I'm a really down-to-earth guy. I can, I'm really open-minded to everything, and... Um, I think that's how more people should live their life, you know. Yeah. If people weren't open-minded, anal would exist, you know? Yeah, dude. Yeah. Anal, you know, uh, threesomes. Yeah. Sex period really as a whole wouldn't, wouldn't exist. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's a... Uh, shout out to Hunter Renfro, the first man to ever have sex. Yeah. Mag- shout out to Magic Johnson for being the longest living dude with, like, AIDS. Yeah. That's like... That's goals. Are we done? I want to give one more PSA before we're done. The first college football playoff rankings came out last week, and Clemson Uh, is ranked at number five. Now, I'm not mad about it because I think it's the perfect scenario for Dabo Sweeney to make them feel like the underdogs again, put them back on the Roy bus, if you will. 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 But just know, y'all are fucked now. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm serious. You're going to disrespect the national champions who beat Alabama by 28 points. You are fucked. Clemson is coming. They're going to bang your wives. They're mm. going to drink all your beers. And steal your fucking weed. And in the process, they're going to beat your team by 50 points and win the national fucking championship. Because of these rankings, I am changing my pick from Alabama to Clemson to win the national championship. Call me a homer. Call Dude. me biased. I don't give a fuck. Whenever it happens... 
cry about it. I'm pretty sure. I don't think this was on camera. I think this was off camera. I'm pretty sure I said you would end up changing your pick to Clemson by the end of the year. Oh, I well, see. My whole thought process was Clemson was going to be number one going into the year, which they were. They were just going to brace through the whole thing at number one, and you were going to have Alabama come in as the underdog and feel disrespected, you know, and beat Clemson. That was my thought process. Little did I know that Clemson was not going to be in the first college football playoff rankings as an undefeated national champion. Mm -hmm. They were in the college football playoff rankings 25 straight times, and they didn't even lose, and that streak was broken. So watch out. Like, really, Clemson is going to be on a fucking mission. I agree. And the the last subject, this can be the last thing. ESPN, I rarely take anything they come out with like whether it be stats whether it be um you know picks whether it be just opinions in general i rarely agree with anything they they come out with you know what i mean like uh anytime they do the weekly power rankings it's so fucking broken for nfl it's so fucking dumb they had um and this isn't just me being a salty fan it is a little bit but it's not like they had the Raiders ahead of Pittsburgh, they had the Chargers ahead of Pittsburgh. They had um I think they had the Browns ahead of Pittsburgh. That's crazy. And I was like, that "Why?" It's just, you know, the power rankings, the NFL power rankings is just for people to debate cuz yeah. they mean nothing. Yeah. I mean, it means I, absolutely they, they used nothing. to make me mad whenever I was younger, then I got older and I realized this <clears throat> I'm still a baby. This doesn't mean shit. <laughs> no, I mean it, it is annoying whenever you're getting disrespected. Just yeah. like I was mad at first about Clemson being ranked number 5 even though it has no significance how the rest of the year is going to turn out mm-hmm. cuz they're going to be in the playoffs. They're going to win it all. They're just going to. Any any time Stephen A, I can agree with and relate to a little more. I know that might be hard for you to agree with because he's no. I love Stephen against, A against the Cowboys. I love Stephen A. But um, I think Max is a complete fucking idiot. Oh, same here, bro. I'm, um, in, this, I'm in the same boat. Skip as you. Bayless shouldn't even be on television. Agreed at all. Agreed. Neither his, should Shannon his, Sharp. Yeah, they're both of them are bad on their show. Like what the? F- I th- Skip Bayless needs to fucking realize that he is not smart. Every th- word that comes out of his mouth that's a sports opinion is utter bullshit. The only reason they have him on TV is because he's so bullshit that it's funny. <laughs> that's really the is. only reason he has TV time. He is a walking meme. He is a walking meme. So he he said that uh, not not bashing Michael Jordan or LeBron's greatness at all. He said that if he personally trained Michael Jordan for two months right now. Michael Jordan could go beat LeBron one-on-one right now. He hates LeBron. I know. If he trained... You really think Michael Jordan's going to be like, oh, yeah, Skip Bayless, uh, yeah, if you train me, you know, I'll I'll play LeBron one-on-one. Fuck no, dude. Who's going to let Skip Bayless train them for anything other than to be a fucking douchebag? Stephen A's the best. He really is. He's subjective. Uh, Objective, I guess, would be the word. I don't know. I was homeschooled. (laughs) He, uh, he's objective. He, whenever, like... I don't, I don't care that he hates the Cowboys. If he thinks the Cowboys are good or he thinks they're going to win, he says it. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. What drives me crazy is the people like Max Kellerman who let their bias get in the way and say stupid shit like Saquon Barkley is the best running back he's ever seen. Even like that stuff like that is ridiculous. Yeah. Or uh, I heard Max Kellerman put Ezekiel Elliott at like number five. Running yeah, back. that was hog shit. Like, I remember that. Stuff too. like that is not stuff you actually believe. You're just saying that because you're biased about yep. your team. 
And that's what I can't handle. Stephen A. does not do that. Skip Bayless, on the other end, he's a Cowboys fan. He says shit that that he doesn't really believe all the makes, time. Yeah, makes no like, sense. Yeah. Saying that uh, Kobe Bryant is more of a draw than... Uh, no, no, no. Tim Tebow was more of a draw than Kobe Bryant. Makes what no the... Sense. Why would you even say that? Like, I, I'm going to be Stephen A. right now and say that that is utter blasphemy. You know somebody... It's an unpopular opinion... I promise we're about to be done, but now we're talking about different sports personalities, and it's an interesting conversation, I think. Uh, sports personality, this is an unpopular opinion, but I could listen to him talk about sports and stuff all day because he's very articulate. Mm-hmm. Uh, he'll admit whenever he's wrong. Yeah. And the <clears throat> the way that he, the analogies that he uses are just unlike anybody else, and that's Colin Coward. Yeah, yeah. I love listening to Colin Coward. He's yeah, I think he's great. He's another one that's. I like. I think Stephen A. and him are probably my. Stephen A. then Colin like Ryan Clark. Two favorite. I like listening to Ryan Clark. He's a bit of a Cowboys hater sometimes, though, yeah. to be honest with you. But uh, yeah, um, I agree with that. Uh, Molly on first take, she can she gets keep on her my mouth shut. She's hot nerves. as fuck, but she gets <laughs> on my nerves. Um, and that's not it's. It, I get what you're saying. It's not because she's a woman. Like no, no, no. She's a very attractive all lady. The way. Yeah, feminism. Uh, all the way. Uh, no, it's because she's, she's. I would talk sports with her any day, but she's a woman. Max Kellerman. They both. They both are so biased about yeah. the Giants that you can't listen to them talk. Joy Taylor, who was on Undisputed with Skip and Shannon, but is now with Colin Coward. She is fantastic. Her opinions are great. Like, <laughs> I love her. Do you remember that? I don't know if you remember this, but there was one time they were talking about. Um, uh, going into uh Boston and uh, uh playing uh playing uh the Patriots and it was they were talking about some team I can't remember what team it was but they were arguing about it and Molly was like the city has nothing to do with how you play blah 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 and uh she was and Stephen A was like yes it does he's like it's Boston blah blah, blah. he was arguing with her she was like it's not Boston it's Foxborough <laughs> it's like, what. what? That's it, it. Like zooms up on Stephen A. And he's like, <laughs> so let, let's move into the let's move into the conversation of the female ones now. Who's your favorite ones? Who's your least favorite? Female what me, exactly? Athletes female, or no, female analysts. analysts? First of all, let me go ahead and say that Doris uh, Burke from uh, the I NBA. love Doris Burke. Yeah, mm-hmm. let's go ahead and say that Molly and Michelle Beadle are at the bottom. Yeah, Jamel Hill. Too, yeah, if we're doing how attractive they are, I think Molly's. At the top, I'm not going to get into that conversation because I don't want the feminist conversation. <laughs> I don't give a shit. I think Molly's hot. <laughs> um, I love Mina Kimes. She's mm. fantastic. Joy yeah. Taylor is probably my favorite. Mm-hmm. Doris Burke, like you said, and Beth Moens, the the female announcer. People hate on her all the time because of the way that she pronounces words and stuff. She does it the same way as guys do. It just sounds funny because it's a woman. Yeah, but I love Beth Moens. Like. There are a lot of great women in sports. There are a lot of great. There are a lot of shitty women in sports now too. Yeah, yeah. Michelle Beadle is gets on my fucking nerves. Moment of silence for Michelle. Beadle. <laughs> yeah, I was waiting for you to say it, bro. All right. Yeah. Fuck Baker Mayfield. Yeah, dude. Good episode. Yeah. So we're gonna start promoting this a lot more now, and you know the things we say every week. It's our first season. We're gonna be doing this for a lot of seasons. Yeah. This is our first one. Cut us a break. Dude, we got we got some, we got everything on the show, dude. We got action, we got drama, we got emotional, emotional issues going on. Sometimes, you know, we got we talk about hot hot chicks. 
you know, like my, today. My father hasn't hugged me in years. Yeah, see, yeah. just emotional trauma. You know, we got it all on the show. Clemson's coming. <laughs>